Take it. The cops look out there. Stand back. Ladies and gentlemen, Welcome to another episode of Bipolar Teddy Bear. Oh! I'm Reed. This is Cecil. And we are coming to you today from the codes of Antarctica. <laughs> but we are going to talk about conspiracies around that big old block of ice known as Antarctica. There's a few of them. And I'm going to let you... Go ahead. All right. Well, um, there are quite a few things. You would be surprised that that continent actually has so many paranormal cryptids, just strange stuff, wouldn't you? Because it's supposed to be like the world's biggest desert, but snow desert. Right. It is a desert, technically. But the first thing that um, I ran across on this whole journey to the far south, which I would prefer to call the Outer Banks, is... Uh, it's a monster called the Negan or Nigan. It's N I N G E N. Nigan. I think it's Negan. Don't call it Negan. That sounds too much Negan. like the guy from Walking Dead. Negan. So we'll say Nigan. Nigan. It's probably wrong, but who cares? Yeah, it probably is. But this is a. This actually started with a two chain thread, which I know everything that went on two chain was real. Then went to four chain, then went to eight chain. <laughs> I don't even know if there's a chain anymore. But the story goes that the guy was working with the Japanese government and was assigned to the Antarctica because, you know, every country is kind of on Antarctica because nobody can own Antarctica, blah, blah, blah. They all do research. Right. So when whenever he was down there doing his research, they noticed a submarine off land and they went to investigate to see what was going on you know as they will do and as the crew moved closer into it they realized that the submarine wasn't was a live being it wasn't a submarine at all it wasn't a submarine at all it was a live being and they estimated it to be 20 to 30 meters so i mean times that by three and you you got american yeah. <laughs> about 60 feet long yeah and it, and it was entirely white in color, and it was actually in the shape of a humanoid, which was strange. Hmm. Uh, there are different reports about it. Some say that it has arms. Some says it has legs. Um, they say that it has a lack of facial features, but has like little beady eyes and a slit for a mouth. You know? So very un un. It just ain't got no features. Yeah, like you can't tell when it's smiling. Right, you know, void of emotion. Void of emotion. The only distinct—that's the only distinctive feature, though—is that it has this mouth and eyes. Well, it's very popular in Japan, apparently. Um, and the conspiracy is that the Japanese government is either co is covering it up. That's that's not even probably a conspiracy. The Japanese government is for sure covering it up. The reason they're covering it up is where the conspiracy comes into it. There's two trains of thoughts on what this is and why they would be covering it up. Uh, one is that it has a, it produces a element that could be used as a medicine for like majority of diseases. Ooh. You know, 
and like cure a lot of things. And then it does a complete 180, and it says it produces a very venomous. So it could either kill you or, or cure you. Now, I did find a picture of it. Really? Yeah. Um, it looks trippy. And when I seen the picture of it, I tried to compare it to other, like, whales and things. It didn't look like any of them, but the thing is, like, in the ocean and things of that nature, like, there's stuff that we not seen. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's they're finding, uh, as the technology goes further on how far they can take down, like, search submarines and stuff, yeah. they're finding new species all the time. And stuff washes up, and, you know, a lot of times these things that's down there at the bottom probably come up, and this thing being solid white in color is probably just something that hangs out at the bottom of the ocean. Has kind of like those uh, in caves. You see these little fish that are blind and they they have no color to them because they're in darkness all the time. Exactly. But the the strange thing about it is that it's almost humanoid. Like they say that it doesn't have like the flapping tail and stuff. It's got arms and legs and like five fingers, five toes, stuff like that. That's the strange thing about that's it. That's creepy. But that's something that can completely live at the bottom of the ocean. Like it's just coming up to get some sun yeah or it might have been pushed up by like an underwater eruption or something yeah. who knows what his mom may have said dude you got to get out more <laughs> so said, well, I, you know what mom i'm going to the surface exactly yeah he's like i'm going to give me a little sun i'm going to give me a little sun <laughs> all right that's how i talk like my dog <laughs> good old spaz <laughs> he'll bring a toy to mandy and she'll reach out to grab it. He'll go, ooh, 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 and take off running. <laughs> You're not getting this from me, buddy. <laughs> so one of my conspiracy theories that I want to go over is that there's a lot of UFO theorists and uh, Google Earth nerds uh, that, you know, obviously Google Earth, uh, you can look down on just about anywhere in the world. And they're saying that there are pyramids in the Antarctic. I'm going to tie in that later on yeah. what's coming up, Uncle Dave's crazy theory. <laughs> um, do you have any more on that one you want to go over right well, now? Well, just other than, you know, one thing that I don't necessarily agree with them on it actually being a pyramid is, you know, I guess the people that argue that it's not a pyramid is that it's just mountains shaped like pyramids. Dude. And what made me think that could be disproved have you ever seen um well they call it potato knob rock up in other side of uh somewhere over in rich other side of richmond yes. toward, i mean it looks like a big mountain or well, not huge mountain but it looks like a potato on top of a mountain yeah i've seen that so i mean you know geological features can look like other stuff so well that or it could be ancient pyramids. Did you see the pictures of it? I did. It looks a it's lot already, like it's very a pyramidal. Well, did you see the one where they're stacked with the big one, then it has the descendant ones? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's kind of it's yeah. It's a coincidence odd that they all be <laughs> yeah. So could be pyramids. It really could be pyramids. It looks a lot like a pyramid to me. I think I know what they are, though, and I'll tell you later. All right. All right. Um, I'm going to take a delve into the spooky. 
uh, with a couple. I've got a few short ones for Spooky. They're called paragraphies. Paragraphies. <laughs> okay. Give us a paragraphy. So there's one. Uh, it's called Ross Island. That's in Antarctica. It's a home of a scientific base, uh, McMordo Station. Ross Island is also the site of a devastation, devastating plane crash. And it killed around 257 people in 1979. Now, visitors claim to hear ghostly footsteps and voices in the darkness. Like, you know, just that old creepy stuff that you hear. Like milk, tea, or water. <laughs> it's cold in here, Jeff. <laughs> Turn the heat on. But there's been numerous sightings over the years. Um... There's sites, there's there's people that actually, when they're outside, they can see the victims from the flight, like, walking in Ooh. the distance, like, shadow figures and stuff. That would be creepy. Like, you're at a scientific research facility. It's just you and probably two other people at most. Because have you ever seen them dumbs they use there? Yeah. They're like capsules, basically. And then you go outside for your stroll to look at the northern lights, I guess. I don't know what they do down there. And then you just see a few people out there, kind of like in uh, Game of Thrones, whenever they're looking at the wall of the dead. That'd be terrifying. I saw a movie that had uh, George Clooney in it. Was Did you see that one where he was like uh, at a, some kind of Arctic or Antarctic site and like the world heats up and he's the only place, him and this little girl... It's no, like, it's on Netflix. Yeah, it? it's on Netflix. I tried to watch that, but um, it's the wife wanted to watch like I don't know, like Top Chef or something. <laughs> it's not the greatest movie ever, but it's not as bad as the one George Clooney did and where he was in space. Oh yeah, Gravity. Yeah, I didn't like Gravity. Yeah, it's not as bad as that, but still not great. Spoiler alert. Yeah, sorry guys. Uh, on Gravity, it's about them in space. Being sucked down by gravity to Earth. <laughs> and one of them miraculously lives at the end. Yeah. So, not going to say which one, but it wasn't George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> Big spoiler alerts there. If you've not watched Gravity, I think there should be a time frame on spoiler alerts. What do you think a proper time frame would be? Like, if you ain't watched it in six months... I was going to say like a year. Give it a year. A year? All right, that's fair enough. I mean... Gravity's been out for like 10 years now. Because, I mean, back when movies were in theaters, there's sometimes that they would be in from theaters for six months if they were really good. Yeah, that's true. So give it a year. A year. And then you can spoil the... Yeah. Out of it. If you've not watched something within a year, that's your fault. Yeah. You can always make time to watch a little something. Peary Reese Map. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. What? Correct. It's spelled P-I-R-I-R-E-I-S. And that's named after a, uh admiral uh, in the Ottoman Empire. And supposedly, uh, the theory is that he made this map around 1513. Uh, and it was rediscovered in 1929 in the Imperial Archives of Constantinople. Mm. And... The theories around this is that it's so uh, accurate for the time that they say it was made that whoever made it would have had to have advanced knowledge of spherical trigonometry or that it was made 
looking down on it from space. Do they know who made it, or is it just a guess? That, well, they're saying that that admiral is the one that made the map, but apparently the map is in incredibly good condition for it to be, you know, over 600, 700 years old. And um, also that um, there are no maps in that link to it. Like there's usually with maps, you have other maps that other cartographers have made that kind of close match it, you know, maybe been made, you know, 50, 100 years later, you know, but it doesn't, it doesn't link to any other maps. It's way too accurate. So it's a special fabric and he had a spaceship. So what? <laughs> well, I mean, that's what they're saying. Well, that's pretty cool. Um, I man, I don't know. There's a lot of those ancient maps, like, and with of course with the internet, you never know which ones are real. True. But like, I remember being a little kid looking through like old books of ancient maps and stuff, and a lot of them before they even came to America, they all have America there. Like, and it was always strange to me. Like, how did they know? Yeah. And another thing that always, if if you want to see how inaccurate maps can be. I remember being in like an elementary school and thinking that Greenland was so huge. It was as big as Africa. But in reality, Africa is like way bigger than Greenland. Yeah. It's that, I guess, Eurocentric view of the world or whatever. I guess so, man, because like Africa, besides the continent of, the, besides the continent of Asia is the second biggest, isn't it? Yeah. And if you remember looking at maps back in yeah, Greenland elementary like school, uh, Greenland was Africa like, was like that giant compared to africa so yeah you never can tell about you know even even historically accurate and real maps yeah were wrong and could be wrong yeah and um and another thing that kind of pisses me off is like and on those old maps they would show greenland lines to like the little you know how they have color schemes they show is green both sides it's all covered yeah greenland is not green greenland's not green I mean, sometimes it's green. It's got green spots, but green not. Spots. Iceland is green. <laughs> ain't, ain't the story behind that like they, uh, people in Iceland didn't want people coming there, so they named it Iceland so that people would stay away from the treacherous grounds. And I don't know. Said there's a place called Greenland and sent people there. I don't know. I think that's like how that's supposed to have worked out or something. I've got a lot of ghost ones because. Hit us with another ghost then. It's another paragraphy. <laughs> hit us with a paragraph. I'm going to hit you with a paragraph. It's called The Ghost of Shackleton. 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 Now, Shackleton's hut on Ross Island, another one back on Ross, Ross Island, is said to be rife with paranormal activity. Famed explorer Sir Edmund Hillary. Bird. <laughs> Claims they've seen Shackleton's ghost um, there. Now I don't know who Shackleton is. I looked for I looked for this. I don't know who he is. Rusty Shackleford's who I thought it was at first, <laughs> but then I was like, no, Shackleford, Shackleton. Who knows? I assume he was probably maybe some explorer or yeah, navigator that got lost. I think it, I think it was a I think it was a group of explorers that got stranded there and like froze to death. I'm pretty sure is what it was. Because I kind of remember it from like a long time ago, reading about it a little bit, but I can't remember the name. For names. some reason, I think there's a movie about it. Yeah. 
But anyway, um, this this uh, Sir Edmund Hillary claims to have seen Shackleton's ghost, the guy that was apparently in charge. Uh, he said, I remember when I first went into Shackleton's hut, and I'm not a person who really sees things very much. But I went inside the door, and when I opened the door, it's rather sort of a bear hut inside. But not like a hut for bears, but yeah. like there's nothing in it. Yeah, there's nothing in it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but he distinctly saw Shackleton walking towards him, welcoming him. Saying, come on in. And then it all sort of flashed away, and he was gone. Now, that's considered a historic moment. And um, basically, the hut is incredibly well-preserved, even though, you know, nobody stays there and it's in one of the biggest deserts. Uh, and and they say you can, you can probably visit it if you're allowed to go to Antarctica, which right now I don't think anybody is because everybody's trying to figure out the world's flat. <laughs> right. And so apparently it's just a... He's just there welcoming people like, hey, it's been a long time, bud. Come on in. And then he disappears. Like several hundred years. <laughs> or it could be a situation where, like, where we live in this matrix, like, they may not operate down there much. Right. You know, and they don't repair the matrix down there a whole lot. So it might be just like a replay. Because he said it all flashed and it went away. Yeah. It's a broken program. A broken program. You know, I've read a new theory about my idea that we live in a live in a matrix, like a simulation, and it correlates with ghosts. And basically, what it is is people are starting to think that the ghosts are just leftover programs, hmm. or programs that were once used in the matrix and they weren't able to completely delete them exactly yeah that's exactly what it is yeah so like um leftover bits and bots like data. it like when you forget to delete your complete search history for the week <laughs> basically yeah, <that's> important. <laughs> um and speaking of flat earth did you see that video that totally sent and helm and jeremy both are trying to debunk it no, I'm not watching that one yet. These two fools <laughs> <laughs> believe everything that NASA puts out. Like, oh, yeah, I've seen them go to the moon, blah, blah, blah. But there was some people that made a legit rocket and shot it straight up. Because you know how when they take off, it always goes in an arch. Right. They shot it straight up into the air and it filmed the whole time. And then you hear it go and stop. And just start falling. I'll have to watch that video. I've not watched it yet. And they're like, oh, you know, it probably just ran out of gas or something. Well, there was no slowdown. Like, it just went and popped. And it's like, well, if it hit the dome, then it should have had some damage. The dome isn't a glass. It's an energy source. It's like if you take two magnets and turn them on opposites and try to push them together, they're not going to crash. But they're going to push apart. You know, yeah. it's the same thing. Hmm. I'm going to have to delve into that and look at that. Yeah, jerks. <laughs> Speaking of, since we're talking flat earth, the other conspiracy theory about Antarctica is that it doesn't exist. I've not heard that one. That it's all the ice wall. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's what the flat earthers believe is that actually the North Pole is the center of the flat earth. Yeah. 
and you really can't get to Antarctica because it's all an ice wall. And some of the more outrageous stuff I read about that was that you can't go over the ice wall because uh, nations have uh, military forces that are keeping people from going over the ice wall, which I thought that was a little out there. <laughs> it's not, though, um, because they are, it's well protected. You know, there's a treaty uh, that was signed back in, I want to say it was before World War II, that there can be no military operations whatsoever. Except for, like, um, all the bunkers and... Yeah, and, of course, even uh, Hitler and the Nazis signed it, and that's going to play into my theory <laughs> here later. <laughs> but, yeah, I understand what you mean. Uh, was that your next one? <laughs> that was my next one. Apparently, there's a no-fly zone. Yeah, you can't fly there. Yeah. However, uh, when Jeffrey Epstein died, the Loita Express, they, they got it going to Antarctica. On a trajectory for the Antarctica. Yeah. Huh. How about that? Ain't that strange? But the the thing is, the reason there's no fly zone is that it's for safety measures. I don't know. What? I mean, you know, there's, oh, well, you don't want to fly over if you crash there in the cold ice. Well, you don't want to crash over the freaking ocean either. (laughs) Not at all. And you got to go over the oceans. People fly across the Pacific all the time. Yeah. So the Pacific. I don't. It's it's <laughs> specific that the Pacific is specifically made for flying specifically from ocean to continent to continent. That's another thing about uh, maps too, um, I'm, because the Hawaii's in the Pacific Ocean. I had a knockdown, drag out argument with somebody one day at the place where we used to work together. I think I remember you telling me about this. Uh, about the location of Hawaii. <laughs> that because, you, could, you, could, you could drive there? No, it wasn't that you could drive. They said you could see it off the coast of California because when the map, Hawaii's just right here. <laughs> I was like, no. Hawaii's way out there. <laughs> they're like, no, it's not. I see maps all the time. And they pulled up a Google map and showed it to me. I was like, that's not right. I was like, Alaska's up next to Canada. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Where do you think Alaska is? It's not next to Mexico. It's in that box on the map. <laughs> you know, real close to California. <laughs> she was she was dead serious. Oh, my God. And then I pulled up the world view, and I was like, see, there's Hawaii. And she's like, oh, okay, me, me, me. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong, but the map, the map said this. <laughs> oh, gosh. Some people are thick. <laughs> she was, she was uh, mm. uh, she's a good person, though. <laughs> <laughs> we liked her. Yeah. All right, what have you got for me? All right, so this is a shorter paragraphy. (laughs) This is like a double sentence. It's a wordy house. Wordy house. From objects flying off of the shelves to doors slamming shut on their own, wordy house has been known to emit a dark and creepy aurora to those who step foot within their house. And where is this house at? It's uh, somewhere in Antarctica. Yeah. Though it's unclear what ghosts might haunt this historical site, there is no explanation for the unusual events that happened inside. Now, I pulled this up and watched a video of this. It was hard to find. Yeah. Very hard to find. If I find it again, I'll send. I'll put the link in the description. 
it is creepy it's um it's literally just old beat up house like i guess like back in the day when they found antarctica people just went yeah, down there and like set just, up camps on this yeah, edge yeah and like it's just old beat up house but i seen three shadow figures like just running back and forth across this bare broken out window and i was like that's creepy can you imagine how many people actually froze to death down there back when oh they first God. discovered it? Because I would imagine that people went down there for like, I don't know, gold maybe? Thinking there might be gold? I don't even know why they go down there. Welling? That, yeah. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll lay into that here in a minute. <laughs> but, but they went down there and when they got down there they had to take their provisions with them because you're not growing crops in Antarctica. No. You're not you're not getting any of the sticky. Icky. Only thing you're growing is popsicles. Yeah, so I mean, I, you better bring your own flavorings. If you think about it more, man, I bet Antarctica is it's probably like Everest, man. I bet there's just bodies everywhere because on the Mount Everest, bodies Guaranteed. are like landmarks. Like like when you reach Jeff, you went too far. <laughs> when you see Frank, turn left. <laughs> That's exactly right. Have you ever Googled the bodies on in, on Mount Everest? No. Dude, it's so creepy. They got one called Green Shoes. Is it somebody's just green shoes just sticking up out no, of the No, it's ice? their whole dead body and they were they wear green shoes. <sighs> but if you get if you die on Mount Everest, you're staying there. Yeah. You're not coming off. I feel like you should do the courteous thing and just like every time somebody goes up, just give them a little kick down the hill. You know, <laughs> until like eventually they make it Give all the way down. One good roll, yeah. Like until they make it to the bottom, yeah. Until like eventually they do because everybody goes up there like, oh, I'll give them a little kick. <laughs> Be courteous, man. Get these people home. <laughs> Give them a good kick. <laughs> nice little shove off the mountainside. <laughs> we can start a chain. You roll him down forty feet. I'll roll him down another yeah, I'll forty. I'll get him next time around. <laughs> oh my gosh! Why don't they do that again? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> a lot of people like to be buried at home. I mean, I think they literally do it because they're like, "Oh, we can use this as a marker because people are greedy." That's kind of sick. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. Do you know that there's a thing? Uh, NASA is like had a six year they've doing a six year long survey of Antarctica and they're finding all kinds of odd shapes, not just pyramids. Yeah. There's one that uh it kinda look it looks it's almost entirely square. It looks like a building. I seen that one. Did did you find anything else about it or just saying Well they call it don't they call it Operation Icebridge or I mean that does yeah. link to something else too, but uh there's um all kinds of odd shapes there's one guy that found one that said it looks like a frozen body up on top of a mountain it could be i mean you know that's that's very possible but it's a very large body oh not like, like it's like humanoid shape but like big like are they thinking giant. it's a structure or like an actual body they think it's a body a body like a giant not a not a regular sized human being so that's uh that's scary but I mean, we've we've been recently we've been talking a lot about giants and Bigfoot and stuff, you know. Speaking with Lauren and Hadley and everybody, and go check out Weird Realities, by the way. Weird Realities, yeah. W Y R D Realities, Be because like Hadley said, they put the Y in weird. 
<laughs> I love that. That was a good one. But um, <laughs> but the whole thing with John's like that kind of plays into this next one that I have. Um, because there's a strong belief that Atlantis is Antarctica. Yeah. Why did I say it like that? Antarctica. Antarctica. There's a theory that, well, Antarctica is Atlantis, and it sunk like 9600 BC. Yeah. The the person that I read, the article I read about it, um, which there's several things about it, but it was by somebody named Harpgood. Uh, he says around 12,000 years, the Earth's magnetic, um, the crust shifted, basically. Yeah. And uh, Atlantis was, like, kind of placed between the Americas and... Well, that's like the Pangea thing. Like, I don't know. You, a lot of you probably remember get, getting taught in school that the Earth used to be one giant landmass mm -hmm. called Pangea is what they refer to it. And all the little pieces broke apart and made the continents as they are today. Yeah. That's so Atlantis could have been part of that breakup. It could have been. But he thinks that was a drastic shift in the crust that kind of took it from here to here. Right. Uh, um, and you know that Antarctica at one point in time, according to scientists, was not covered in ice. Oh, yeah, for sure. They they found pollen. They found um, all kinds fossilized of stuff. stuff. Yeah, like trees and stuff. And it's kind of like people... I know that this is kind of a conspiracy or whatever, or like people think it's the truth. I'm whatever on it because we can most certainly impact the environment. I know we can, but so can a volcano shooting out <laughs> for six months straight. Right. Um, but the Sahara Desert used to be a jungle. There's no doubt about it. Now it's just sand. So like a drastic change in the earth happens quite often it seems like like let's not forget the ice age yeah <laughs> in the whole um i guess uh in the big picture it, it the earth changes a lot from because it's been around for millions millions of years, of years. now the thing the, the whole thing about this is like people think that this is atlantis because they think that it shifted from like between the Americas and England and everywhere and just went straight down to the bottom and <laughs> and then at the bottom it got cold and froze over. I think that it probably started off at the bottom and like something drastic happened and froze it over or they might have even froze herself because now you know how they're saying that the ice in Antarctica is melting. Right. It's not melting on top, it's melting below, underneath. All the water from the melt and all the ice that's melting is coming from beneath it and flowing out into the ocean. Now, some people theorize that there's been a mechanism in Atlantis or whatever's down there that has been turned on to dethaw it. I've got a theory about that. Do you? That's the end of mine. I didn't really put, I mean, well, I all figured right. we'd make this a quick one. <laughs> this, this is probably going to be one of our shorter episodes, but... Yeah. I got one more thing to go over, and then I'm going to pop off with my crazy conspiracy. All right. So, it is uh, Operation High Jump, is what they referred it to. It was... Uh, How high did he jump? Well, and it's fun, and I'm, I'm going to link something to this. What This, this kind of caught my attention when I saw the name of the operation. It's that the Nazis built bases in, in Antarctica. Yeah. 
And so going back to what we were talking about, you know, they signed the treaty back before World War II that there would be no military operations. And this is another thing I want to do real quick, too. Hitler strongly believed that Atlantis was in Antarctica. Yes. They believed there was a, a higher race of beings in the center of the Earth. Mm-hmm. So they did sign that treaty that there would be no military operations in Antarctica, you know, signed by all the nations of the world pretty much. And I think that was all a ruse. Because, you know, they did sign a no-aggression pact with Russia, too, and then turned around and attacked them. So, you can't hold the Nazis to the word. So, there's a theory you that... Can't? No, not at all. And so, they basically... There's a theory that they had bases there. And the truth of it is, is they really did have quite a few ships that went to Antarctica during the war... Because, or before the war and during the war because knowing that there were embargoes coming because of, you know, people didn't like the Nazis, you know, like uh, going back to thing where they couldn't get Coca-Cola syrup. We talked about that and, you know, they were, Germany was getting embargoed. Well, a big thing in Germany back then was margarine. They loved margarine. Ah, uh, butter. And back then what they used to make margarine was whale oil whale blubber so they sent whaling ships down there to whale okay yeah so they very well did have a presence there my other theory is what is a country that's really kind of close to antarctica argentina argentina yeah so instead of going on the regular shipping routes that they might catch people trying to flee from nazi germany Let's take them down the coast of Africa and pop them off in Antarctica for refueling and then jump them over to Argentina. I've read about that. Um, They strongly believe that Hitler was transported to Antarctica before he went to Argentina. Yep. You want me to get really deep in? Okay, ladies and gentlemen. We're ready. We're ready for Uncle Uncle Dave's Dave's Crazy crazy Theory. (laughs) So here it is. The Nazis go to Antarctica. They build bases underneath the ice. One, they're developing high-tech weapons. Yeah. Okay. Two, because of the very cold climate, they can work on cryogenics to freeze the leading Nazis. Oh. And find cures to whatever ails them. That way they can reanimate them later in life and cure them and make them live longer and then because of all their high-tech weapons now that they're creating under antarctica that's what's causing the water beneath antarctica to start melting because all of the heat built up oh. from these and the pyramids are actually <laughs> missile silos oh that makes sense <laughs> and what they're going to do sense. is going to heat up antarctica they're going to flood the earth for that, you know, because if Antarctica floods, it'll cover up a good 200 miles of coastal areas. They'll have less area to fight and conquer the world. Wow. They can take out all these naval bases and cover them in water. Wow. That the other countries have. It's all a big plan by the Nazis. It probably is. Oh, my God. We need to go to Antarctica. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It's completely possible. And that's going to be a new thing that we're going to start doing. <laughs> is I'm going to make up crazy 
conspiracy theories. I believe it. Um, did you see when you was researching this the bust they found of uh one? Who was the guy that was in charge of the Soviets before Stalin? Lenin. Lenin. They found the bust of Lenin. No, really. Yeah, they found a bust of Lenin in Antarctica, like a big one, like it was a statue. That's kind of weird. You didn't see that? No. That's true. Like, that's legit. Like, where all the ice and stuff is mounting, they're finding all kinds of crazy stuff. They found that. Like, it's a legit, like, bus, like, huge. Like, it's, like, six feet or something of him. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. There's all kinds of insane stuff about Antarctica. Um, like, I don't know. We, ju we, just, oh, oh, tip oh. we just touched tip. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the one? The one this one's, like, a scientific thing, but uh, the Red Falls... Yeah. That one was kind of cool. I've read the explanation about it, and I love believing in theory, like, conspiracies, but I was like, all right, yeah, that's probably... Yeah, probably it's true. like <laughs> iron deposits coming yeah. up. Yeah, so... Yeah, anyway. I was like, that's probably true. <laughs> that one was neat, but I was like, ah, that kind of explains it pretty well. That's probably what happened. As bad as I hate to admit when things seem logical, I was like, that's, that's fair. There's all kinds of cool stuff there, and we strongly suggest you go research everything. I was... I really wanted this to be a quick one uh, because we are consolidating the shows. Pretty soon, we're going to be coming out with more. It's going to be less hours of content, but more. It's going to be better content because we're going to have four sets of eyes. Paragraphies. Yeah, searching on everything instead of Reed doing most of the research and then me <laughs> doing half of it and. Then uh, I have to do the stuff for wearing the fault too, and <laughs> so we're going all four work together on bipolar teddy bear, and uh, the other one's not going away. Uh, we're going to be doing uh, weekly short episodes about stuff. Uh, it's not going to be in podcast format though. It was a quick hit for this week. Uh, we're sorry. Uh, we're just working on trying to consolidate the consolidate everything and reformat how we're doing everything to try to bring you the best content that we can. We're experimenting. Experimenting. <laughs> and not the kind of experimenting we did before we started filming. Uh. <laughs> not back in the younger days. Not that kind of experimenting. But, um... But I'd like to go ahead and send a shout-out, since this is a short one, to everybody that's helped us along the way. Like Wolfman Curry. Uh, go check out all his stuff. He's a, he's a rapper or hip-hop artist from down here in southeastern Kentucky. He can be found on all listening platforms and on YouTube. Check, uh, Andrew Booth. He's a good friend of ours. Um, and there's a lost episode with him that I'm hoping to get out soon. Uh, if I can recover it, I've, this might be the first time you've heard about Andrew since, <laughs> because I've been like, how am I going to tell him? Because <laughs> yeah. that was a long night. Um, Vic Ferrari. Yeah. Check out Vic Ferrari's books. Um, I need to get up with him because he should be releasing his fifth book. Fifth? I thought it was Fifth or sixth book I think this sixth spring. Book. Yeah. And his, all his books are awesome. Um. I really like Dickheads and Debauchery, so read that. That's funny. And then he had Grand Theft Auto's his most recent one, and Through the Looking Glass and everything. And Hadley Thorne um, is an author that we spoke with last last week. Um, check it from Weird Realities. Yep, check out Tapestry of Worlds. You can find that on Amazon. 
and Lauren Smith. Um, they're both with Weird Realities. Lauren is uh is uh has the Nightcrawlers Bigfoot Radio. It's N I T E Nightcrawlers. Uh, and they are both at Weird Realities. You can check them out. Um, and make sure you're checking out Unexplained Scotland with Martin Shaw. And I've be, not got to meet Martin yet. And you will get to see him Friday because we, he is going to be our guest this Friday. Yeah. And so. I, I kind of have a bond with him because I'm Scottish <laughs> heritage. So I feel like he's like a brother from another mother <laughs> that I've never met. So that's going to be fun. I, I love talking to, to Martin. Um but it's going to be his repeat. Oh, yeah, and check out Caitlin Crawford um, at Unbound Underground, um, unboundunderground.com. She's got a Patreon out uh, now. Go check that out. She's doing readings and stuff. Uh, she's been she's doing all kinds of stuff. I can't even remember it all. But go check her out on everything she does. And, of course, if you're watching us on YouTube, hit subscribe. And you don't forget that we are on all listening platforms. And you can actually find us on Anchor, too, which supports us to go into all listening platforms. Right. <laughs> and if you're listening to us on a listening platform, check, check us out, out on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> and hit subscribe. And, you know, uh, thank you so much for watching us because we're watching you.